0: So here's a question you're going to ask. So let me answer it now. So other than being an author and writing books, what do I do really? So when people ask me that question when I'm out at these entrepreneurial gathering and so forth out there talking to people, I tell them I collect stories and circulate life-changing wisdom. That's what I do. Simple. I sit with people and I listen to their stories. Because I like listening to people's stories. So I, I created this online coaching enterprise called Life Chaining Wisdom Coach. And what it's centered around is is really capturing people's stories and helping them reframe it, creating a healthier self-narrative for them to really have a, what I call an amazing mental intercourse with their experience of their reality. And I put them through I said, put you through." Let me take that back. So I work with you over 12 weeks. And this 12 week could be from 12 consecutive weeks or every other week for six months or once a month for 12 months. And it's kind of fo- help people to really kind of what I call focus on your path. And it's so people are willing to, to go after what they want Right? People are willing to commit to what they want and make it up and make it real. And if you're somebody that are curious about what that experience is gonna be like, yeah, let me know. But it's a twelve week process. And you get to really narrate your own story. You get to narrate your own story because oftentimes when, when when people talk about coaching, right, you're going to hear it. You probably hear this a lot. Everybody want to be a coach these days, right? But I'm a wisdom coach. So what I coach when I'm coaching somebody, I coach their past and their future. Because in the present, you don't need a coach. You're doing it. What you have challenge with is the story you create about the past and the story you create about the future and oftentimes you create a story that's a very empowering or not empowering no the one that's not empowering is not empowering because you need help with it and that's where that's where i come in that's where i help people with how do you reframe that story that is very disempowering right now that story that might might it reads like a trauma and how do you, you turn that story into something that's treasure? Something that is valuable to you and other people. And that's a difficulty a lot of people have these days. With their story, they're not excited about it. So the 12-week program is to help you focus on your path. And I also create a journal too. Um, it's not out yet, but it's coming uh, along with the book that I just pu- pu- published. It's called Turning Traumas into Treasure. and It's about focusing on your path. It's going to help you really start writing down your story because if you're not writing it down, if you're not recording it, if you're not capturing it so you can reframe it, then who's going to do it for you? Like nobody is. Nobody's going to be excited about your story but you. And you can listen to a lot of famous people and you're like, "Wow, I admire these people. But all they are is they're somebody that's excited about their story, their path. So you got to be excited about your path, though. So I can help with that. I can help with that. So the outcome of this program is to get you to a place where you have clarity of what state of consciousness you're here to master or what purpose you're here to master. So, for example, let's give you an example. Me personally, the state of consciousness I'm here to master is the state of helpership, what I call a helpership, helping, giving. That's why I'm here to master. And I came, I came about that after doing some sober reflection in my past, looking at what resonated with me the most, throughout my childhood and throughout my adulthood, that I was running from or ignoring, and I was helping people. I've been doing it; I naturally do it all the time. But then I didn't really put a pin on it. Like Asher, you here to master this purpose? And the person who introduced me to that was my great grandmother. She was the the most giving and helping person I know personally throughout my life. I mean, that lady would give away everything. And I didn't understand why she was doing it. But then after I grew up and I started thinking about what I re- what I wrote in the book as well, it's the eight major state of consciousness. And within those are got minor states as well. But it's to really help you focus on exactly what you hear the master. And she was a person that introduced me to what the state of helpership is. And she was an example for me to remember. So when I do come to the realization that I am here to master that state, then I can look at her as an example. So you're struggling with probably going after what you want or finding your purpose in life or finding, recognizing what state of consciousness you're here to master. And we can work on that because, you know, we all can achieve the things we want as long as we know what it, what. What we want, like we know what we want, then we can achieve it. But until you know what you want, then you won't know where to put your energy. And deciding what you want is not an easy thing for a lot of people. It wasn't easy for me either. It's been, I spent almost four decades not sure what my purpose in life was or what is it that I really here to master. And I did twenty two years in the military. I retired from it. While I was in the military, I mean, my my job pretty much simplified it was. I move cash around on the battlefield. I just move money around on the battlefield. And I enjoyed it, but financing and so forth was not the thing that was calling me. It wasn't. It was to help people navigate life and tapping into their mental, spiritual, physical, and social intercourse they get to have with the experience of reality. That was my purpose in life. I was running from it. Because, you know, growing up, I didn't like, I didn't, I didn't really resonate with the church stuff even though I grew up in the church, but I was a very deeply spiritual person. And I didn't really like the church stuff. So I was running away from spirituality itself. And then I had to slow down. Like, Asha, wait a minute. You're way more creative when you embrace your spirituality. So let the church thing go, but focus on your spirituality because in that in that state, you're very creative. So then I decided, I'm mean, you know what? I'm stop running. So I sit down for the last year, actually, I took a sabbatical, the last, uh, a year sabbatical off. I retired from the military. I didn't do anything. I just stayed home, read a lot of books, and write. And they all started to make sense. So I organized my thinking around what it is that I'm here to master. And that is being a helper, being a giver. So I'm giving back now. So I, I created this, this program, which I'm putting out right now, taking on people that that are curious about what they want, want to choose the 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 areas in their life they want to master and go after it. Now, you might be thinking about so what it's going to cost to work with you, Asher. And here's my answer. I kind of work within the, the client's budget. What I mean by that is, I mentioned earlier, my purpose in life is to collect stories, and circulate life-changing wisdom. That's my, that's my thing that I'm working on because I'm writing a lot of books. So I collect stories. So I'm curious about people that have these amazing stories that I can collect and extract the wisdom from. So it's like a mutual beneficiary for both persons. So I'm collecting stories, but I'm also helping you reframe, narrate your own story. But there's cost to it. There's a cost to it. So first thing, some of the stuff that, that I have, because I also use what I call the Energy Leadership Index Assessment through the Institute of Professional Excellence in Coaching, IPEC. They have an assessment, which I, I put part of my program because it's a very, very helpful assessment. And it's measure energy. What it is, is it gives you a, an idea from one, level one to level seven, of where your energy dominates when you're under stress and when you're not under stress. When life is going great, where your energy is at, where you reside when life is going great. And when you're under stress, right, where your energy is at. And once you realize, okay, when when, when the stress of life hits me, I'm in this area with my energy, in this level with my energy. And once you understand what a level framework is like, then you can like, okay, now I need to refocus my energy. So I react to life when it's when it's tough when it's challenging in this area, I use these lenses to look at life to fight my battles. Like you, you fight your battles from from this level. So if it's level one to level seven, so say for example, you fight your battle from the level three categories. Then you're like okay, and level three category this is descript, this description is this way. Then you're like okay, if I'm fighting battles for you but I want to fight my battle from level six or level seven or level five, then I gotta shift my energy, and you gotta work on shifting the energy. Be conscious of shifting energy over time. And when life is great, you're like, when life is great, when nothing is happening crazy in my life, I'm I'm elevating, I'm level off in here. So then what can I do to continue to be here? And we work on that as well. So if you're thinking about how to really own your path, focus on your path, then that's something I can help with. And the outcome again, like I said, is working on clarity, right? You get clarity on the things that you hear to master, and also patience. And patience is not a fast-growing tree. It's a slow-growing tree. So in this world we're in right now, a lot of people want that thing instantly. There, they're, the, the, the instant thing really doesn't grow or improve a lot of patience in people. So most people don't have a lot of patience these days because everything is supposed to be automatic, instant. And they get very frustrating when you're like, "Well, I lost the art of being patient because everything is instant." So tapping into that piece, give you time, give yourself time, versus telling yourself you don't have time. Give yourself time to really focus on the thing you want to accomplish. Focus on your path because you're the traveler. So patience and clarity, and that comes from a conversation with somebody that will listen to your story, extract the wisdom from it show it to you what it could be if you reframe it with different language. Because whether you like it or not, we live in a a world of words. And words really what captures and trap energy within your body. So if you have something that is very traumatic in your past, you're trying to work through that, you need words to reframe it. You need words to reframe it. And if you don't have it already, then listen to other people. And I've been collecting a lot of A lot of stories, a lot of words, so to speak, from various people I've been studying over the years. And now, what I also, you know, we all speak in this, this this is a unique language that we are speaking. We are speaking what I call spams. And spam is an acronym stand for similes, parables, analogies, metaphors. And when you start capturing the principle or the ideas through the spam that people use to define certain things, that's when you really start use wisdom to your advantage. Because oftentimes a person can't really tell you what your story is supposed to be. What they can do is use a spam, a similar parables, analysis metaphor, to give you an example, to take like a, a big body of information and, and shrink it down into a small capsule so you can use it, you can take it and apply it to your life. And when you start to notice the stories or the spams that are that are useful to kind of re- help you think through your story, that's when you start with extracting wisdom from your life. So we can talk about those things. But anyway, I figured I'd share this video because right now, if you go to my website, www.lightchinywisdom.com, you will probably not see a price on there for what I do because I'm not going to put a price on it because I'm going to work that out with this person I decided I'm going to work with. So if that resonates with you, link up.